Hi, I'm Ryan. And I'm Molly. Did you know that you can actually fundraise your way into the Boston Marathon? That's true. If you raise money for one of the Boston Marathon's preferred charities, like 261 Fearless, an organization that helps women become leaders in their communities, then you can join those charities' teams and run the Boston Marathon. And that's exactly what the entire second season of the Fund Run is all about. Molly has had the dream her entire life of running the Boston Marathon. In addition, she wants to help lift women worldwide. And this is the way that we're going to do this. So Molly, how can people help? Well, visit our website, rmradiopodcast.com, and check out the Support Us link. There you'll find three different ways you can support us in getting me to the Boston Marathon. The first one is our GoFundMe page, where you can directly donate to the organization. The second is our Patreon page where you can donate and get possibly some cool swag, definitely some cool swag. And you can also visit our Spreadshirt store where you can buy merchandise, the proceeds from which will also go to support the 261 Fearless cause. That's so awesome. Every single dollar of proceeds that we receive from any of these three methods will go directly to the 261 Fearless program and will also help get Molly to the Boston Marathon. So every dollar donated makes a big difference. Learn more about 261 Fearless also on our Support Us page by clicking the link at the bottom. So visit rmradiopodcast.com today and find out how you can help. All right, Molly, it's time for the fun run. I'm so excited. I love the fun run. I am also excited. Are you really? I am. I am in a, I'm in a good mood today. Um, You and I have been the I last can couple tell. days. Huh? I can tell that you're in a good mood. Oh, I love like, it. Your energy is all kinds of different from uh, how it's been. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, I hope that's a good thing. Or, or, Do you ever just like have a few days where you're just kind of like, you know what? Not today. I do. I do. Um, yesterday was a day like that. I just, I I didn't want to all the things. Everything sucks and it's everyone's fault but mine. Right. Well, it's always <laughs> everyone's fault but mine because how could it be my fault? So you had an interesting idea for a discussion and I love it. So you had wanted to talk about uh, successes and you originally framed it as running successes. I would like to have a conversation about just successes because we tend to think that success has to be... Um, big it has to be like i have i have successed in such a way that i am deserving of cake or now i have a certificate right right there's some measurement of my accomplishment um i want to talk about little successes i want to talk about the little wins that can really be awesome okay i think too you and i tend to be critical of ourselves you tend to be really critical of me that's for sure oh hey man if you don't like the behavior change it I'm going to take a drink of water. Okay. I feel like this is a test and I'm going to pass it with flying colors. You can't fool me. Do it. Drink. Gluggy glugs. Yep. It was audible. (laughs) Molly, uh, a little insight here (laughs) is the loudest swallower. I don't know how to make it stop. I've tried so hard. The world. It is. It's like. There was one day when I was trying and I swallowed in such a way. You almost died. That I. (laughs) I was going to die. 
And Ryan was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I'm just trying not to gulp. And like I had tears running down my face because I had coughed so hard. So Molly drinks out of a water bottle that if she puts it at on the ground, it comes up to her waist. And it is <laughs> so thirsty. And she drinks like, I mean, most of it in one setting. And it's just like, gook, 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 gook. It's very loud. And there's a lot of swishing that, that happens. There's a lot of swishing the water around in her mouth. My mouth always feels like it needs... I, if I could brush my teeth once an hour, I probably would. There's a thing you say. You always say that your mouth tastes like a toilet. I do. <laughs> and I have a question for you. I feel like, you, I feel like you're going to know see this question coming from a mile away. What? How do you know what a toilet tastes like? Wouldn't you like to know? No. Well... Now, okay, I'm torn because part of me does want to know how you know. I know what it tastes because like, you but, are relentlessly curious. But you can't help yourself. The other part of me would be horrified that you actually do know what a toilet tastes like, and I kiss you kind of a lot. So I don't. Here's my, here. So I'll explain it to you. To be fair, it's consensual. From. We're married. I, I, no, really, I feel like that need to be said because why well, don't want to be like? <laughs> why is he just going around kissing this lady? Like, like um. I, 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 I'm allowed. <laughs> so. Taste and smell are inextricably linked in our senses. Can you just say that it's you? It like it's con- like just. I feel like so. The dude, way you're killing me. the way that a toilet smells is how my mouth tastes. Like you can get that right. And all the kissing is consensual. Yeah, yeah, the Thank kissing you. is consensual. I appreciate that. I was. I'm very worried that that came across like that. I'm just like aggressively kissing you all no, the time. No, no, I would say at least fifty percent of the time, it's also initiated by me. I thought you were going to say that fifty percent of the time is consensual, <laughs> and I was like, well, all right, I'm signing off. It's been. This has been a good run. <laughs> I have to rethink most of my life. We choices. made it. We made it part of the way into the second season on the fun <laughs> run, and I'm out, and I will be on the run from the law. <laughs> the law. The law. The long arm of the um, law. Um. Anyway, we are people who are critical of ourselves. Um, <laughs> yes. 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 So to take some time take and some time. think about little successes about in our lives. Little successes. Can help. Help. You good? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, right. So Molly, what is a little success? You know what? Little sounds diminutive. So let's talk about this. What has been a success? Let's not, you know, we don't need to add. What has been a success for you that has happened in the last 48 hours? The last 48 hours. The last 48 hours. That's two days, right? Yes. Okay. Um, also, left is that way. Shh. Molly doesn't know her right and left. Tell me again how you're not critical of me. When we're running... <laughs> And I'm like, hey, we're going to turn left up ahead. She has I, to do the thing. I do. She has to do the thing where she holds her hands out in front of her and see which hand makes the L for left. Or I will run directly into a tree. Um, well, I don't know how those, how's that? <sighs> Shush. Yeah. So I think this was two days ago. I went to the CrossFit. It's also not critical. It's just making fun of you because you're adorable. Oh. I went to the CrossFit. The CrossFit. And... I get up real early. Like, it's still yeah, dark. You do. When I get up to go to CrossFit. Because I have to be back in time. Well, CrossFit starts at 6 a.m. It does. I have to be back in time to, like, help get kids on the bus. So she has which, to be. I mean, technically, I don't have to be because Ryan can handle it. That's right. And he has said, I can handle it. But and you want to be here. But I want to be here. Yeah. Because I, like, I, I think it's super cute when the kids get on the bus. Well, we are, uh, we're pretty privileged right now that, um, 
I'm still working. Molly works from home, but I am still working from home and loving every second of it. Oh, my God. It's the best. Ever, ever, ever want to go back. No, I'm never going back. Um, So I did CrossFit. Typically, when I do CrossFit, you have the prescription workout, which is the one that like that's how it's written. And the you, wad. The wad. And you do it that way. And then they scale them for people who are not as strong or as fit or who maybe have a mobility issue um and so they usually have a level one a level two sometimes a level three depending on how hard it is and then you have the the prescription one and so I almost always have to do either level one or level two because I haven't been doing CrossFit that long um I'm not super strong and I'm just not so two days ago it was a running wad and I was like, <laughs> it was, it, I just, sorry, running wad, running wad, running workout of the day. And what I think is really funny is most of the CrossFit people aren't with the running. Like it's not their thing. No, I've noticed that. Um, yeah, so I did CrossFit complain for a, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I think we've mentioned this before, but I did CrossFit for a while and yeah, it was like, we love, I loved running day. Anytime there was running involved, we were like, yes. Cause I'm like, yeah, now we're doing my thing. Screw these box jumps. I know. Or pull-ups. No one can actually do pull-ups. Like, it's a... it's That's a myth. Or burpees. Ugh. Burpees can eat a butt because... Burpees give me hate in my heart. I'm telling you what. Those... I, I just... I feel like the object of a burpee for me personally is to flail about like a moron. <laughs> Flopping around on the floor. I see people doing these things and they're like... Hoo, 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 hoo. That was the audio, the audio representation of I could visualize it. Ho, ho, it was ho, 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 very steak and eggs. Right. Steak and eggs. And eggs and so steak. we, um, I do not look that good doing it. I, I basically like lay down slowly. I'm like, um, oh, okay. This is well, nice. and when I'm supposed to jump at the end, I don't actually jump. I just sort of like go up on my toes. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm jumping. Shut yeah. up. You hate jumping. I hate jumping. Um, go listen to our podcast about booby talk and you'll understand better why I hate jumping so much. I have gotten good feedback on that podcast episode title. <laughs> good <laughs> so uh to be fair from women i haven't had any skeezy guys like hey booby talk i really enjoyed the episode where you talked about booby oh my God. no it was like you know what thank you i actually did i really did get that feedback it was like hey oh, thanks nice. this is a topic that is needs to be addressed cool so i think I that yeah booby talk was was a good one so good job good job molly Anyway, hey, do you want to provide an update on you? You've had an update since Booby Talk with your about with the sports. I calls. will. That'll be my next success. All oh, right. Um. Oh, I'm excited now. So anyway, it was a running wad. It was four rounds of running 800 meters and then resting for two minutes. And the idea was to run the 800 meters fast but consistent. And it was the first time I have ever done a cross fit workout where I did the RX. Man, that's awesome! Congratulations. Thanks. That's got to feel good. And I wasn't super slow. Like, I sort of came in middle of the pack yeah. of all the people that did the RX workout. Nice. Which Speed felt, is not your thing. And no. that's not that's not a knock or a criticism. You're a distance runner. I'm a slow you and know? steady and forever. Yeah. So, like, sprinting and, and running super fast. It, it, I'm not in any way saying you're bad at it. It's just not something you work on. No, not really. And so, uh, you know, bad, that's awesome. Congratulations. That's a, that's a That's a nice little success. A nice success. Not I, a little success. I felt good. Okay. All right. What about you? Um, so I ran eight miles on Sunday. That's outside of 48 hours. I don't care. I want you to talk about how you ran eight miles. No, I, I want to stick with the 48 because I, 
it's a recent one. So I ran, okay, I ran eight miles and it was great and it felt really good. You and I ran it together. You did such a good job. Um, yeah. So getting, getting serious, getting back into some, getting some plug in some miles. And we actually, um, figured out that the last, it'd been a long time. We did it on an episode that we recorded. We like actually, over a year and yeah, a half. Long time, long time. So it does feel good to be getting back into, into distance, um, yeah, and, and I'm actually I'm mildly, mildly getting excited for the race. Not really. <laughs> um, I don't know. I have a lot of complex feelings, as anybody who has listened to even a half of an episode <laughs> of this podcast knows. I am basically a screwball, and <laughs> I I have a lot of complex feelings about it. I get so nervous on race day. You and do. So, but yeah, so uh, uh, 48 hours success was I ran, uh, I had a good three mile run yesterday. Um, you know, enjoyed it. Weather was, weather was nice. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked it. And it was just, you said it was just kind of like, it was just a run. Yeah. It was just, it, it was just, it was just a run. And it felt a good regular to have, run. it felt good to have a regular run because up until very recently running was kind of a process. And, um, you know, I'd have my, I'd have my, my workout, my gym days. And those were good. But then um, it came to be where I was like, I, I was running once, twice a week and really just like not digging it. And it felt every three mile, three mile is my sort of go-to distance. Um, like when I'm not training and I'm running, I'm usually doing three miles. There there was a point where I was doing four regularly, um, but by and large, three miles. And so yeah. the whole process was just not an enjoyable one. And it's getting back to the point where those shorter runs and I'm using shorter, the term shorter as a relative to training runs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if you remember from early in early in the days of the fun run, I talked about how I found that to be very annoying when somebody would say, oh, I, I just did a three mile run. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It just, you just, you went on a three mile run. It doesn't have to be just because then the person who feels really awesome that they ran a half mile is like, oh. Yeah. It's like, you know what? If you went out and ran a half mile, good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for that success and congratulations. And I hope you run another half mile and love it. Yeah. And if running isn't your thing, I hope you find walking or tennis or swimming, canoeing, kayaking, biking. Yoga. Yoga. Stretching. Something to move your body. Um, because I do, I think everyone needs to move their body. There's a saying. However your body moves best. Right. How it works. And you've got to enjoy it uh, on some level. Uh, there's a saying in the arthritis community that motion is lotion. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, it sounds awful, but it, it's true. Motion is lotion. And so however you are, wherever you are, however you can, and however you want to, move your body. Move it around. Move it around. I We are doing a new thing with the podcast where I'm monitoring it as we are casting i know you have headphones on you look super profesh and i can hear us i can hear hear it in real time which is weird yeah like i can't do that it like it makes me crazy to hear my own voice inside my head there isn't a delay and i can't really hear myself i can hear you i can't really i it almost sounds like um it almost sounds like i'm talking into a speaker Hmm. which i guess is exactly what i'm doing i'm an idiot um so my other success that i had thanks for just rolling right over that by the way you could have been like no you're not an idiot well you're not and it's i feel like acknowledging that you said it just gives it power that it doesn't deserve um what i'm not gonna (laughs) give publicity to you thinking you're an idiot Uh, it perpetuates the myth what was your other success? it's fake news (laughs) um (laughs) hashtag fake news i this is longer than 48 hours but because it's relevant to our previous episode, 
the episode before the previous episode. The previous episode is kind of a hot mess. Um, Ryan, listen to it. I have not yet. So I typically, <laughs> our process is that we'll do the recording and then one of us will listen to it before it gets published. Just to make sure there's not anything weird, like, I don't know, the outro music playing in the middle of the podcast, which is what happened on... <laughs> this one slipped through the cracks. On I Hate My Running Shoes and other maladies. Um, so if you listen to that and you get toward the end of it and the outro music just randomly plays and then when we're done, the podcast just ends. Sorry. I, you know, I don't know how... I, I really do. You that try is, so hard. That is embarrassing, but that did... It did make it... It did slip through our rigorous quality control. It, it did sort of fit within the theme of that episode, though where it was oh, sort man. of like <laughs> we need to get our life right i think what we've discovered is we're not terribly good at podcasting <laughs> and i i think it's because we uh, i don't actually know why but um we are getting better i think I, sure that episode notwithstanding we troubleshooted an audio issue today and found the answer which did not make any sense, but it still solved the problem. I have no idea why that worked, but it did. You ever have that where you 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 are like, I'm going to fix a problem, and then you try all the things that make sense, and then you do some random thing that doesn't make any sense, and it works, and you're like, well, all right. Well, and Ryan's personality is such that he's like, I have to know why it works. And I'm like, I, it works. Live in the mystery. Let's record. You know what I don't like? Life's too short. You know what I don't like? Mystery. Living in the mystery. There is nothing that stresses me out more than a cliffhanger. <laughs> That's why I can't, the Marvel movies drive me crazy because it's like, oh, the movie's over. No, you have to stay for some stupid cliffhanger. Oh, like, I love I, it. I don't want to. Like, I, I do. Don't, I want it all. Like, I don't want to, I, I don't, I don't like being titillated. I do. <laughs> Actually, I do. I very much enjoy being titillated. What I don't like is being screwed with. And I feel like that is what the Marvel movies are all about. It's like, hey, uh, thanks for your money. Here is where you'll be making your next deposit. Right. <laughs> and I just... I mean, it's smart on their part and it is exciting, but yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't like a cliffhanger and it comes from the days of like, so for anybody who is younger than us, anybody who came up uh, when TV was still a thing. So it used to be, you'd have to turn your TV on and watch the show when it was on. You could at a certain time of day. Yeah, There was no such thing as binge watching. The only thing we binged watched was the war of 1812 Canada. Mexico. Your metaphor is falling apart. USA. Anyway. I told, I have no idea what I was going to say. I'm guessing what you were going to say is TV shows that had multiple parts. Yes. To so be continued. You'd see a season or at the end of the season. And you'd just be like, Ugh. Friends was notorious for that. It's like, yeah. all right, we're going to, oh, you're invested in the storyline? Suck it. You could wait. It's like, right. oh, well, all right. Like, I mean, I don't know. Especially with a popular show, people are going to watch it next year. You know? It's like, it's not like people are going to be like, well, I was going to watch Friends, but there's no story to resolve in the first five minutes of the episode. So what's the point? I'm out. I What? I don't have a response. You don't have a retort? I don't. So anyway, I don't like cliffhangers. Okay. I got a new sports bra. You got a lot of new sports bras. Well, I bought the one from She Fits. Um, it's their ultimate sports bra. This thing is Velcro all over the place. The bands are not stretchy. I put it on and it was like my breasts were being hugged by a beautiful goddess who wanted them to never hurt again on a run. 
That is quite the description. Oh, it was beautiful. So I went for one run in it, about a three-mile run. And even with sweat, it maintained. I had to adjust just a little bit. But because it's Velcro, it's real easy. You just lift up your shirt, pull the Velcro, give it a little tug, put it back down. Um, Now, did you wear this on our eight-mile run on Sunday? I did. Okay. And I will tell you what, my boobs are real happy. I didn't even have any chafing. On my boobs. I had chafing in other places. We have been experiencing the chafing lately. Oh, we've it's been, been rough. We've been trying the body glide, but it's just, it's it's humid. And then also it's been like rainy on the days we run, which is a lethal combination for chafing because you've got the salty wet sweat and then you've got the the drippy rainy stuff happening. And there's just, there's a good amount of chafing. I'm going to look it up so that I can plug this bra. I if, love it. If you are a busty gal who has been having bra stress... Like the kind that I have described, um, this might be the bra for you. And the other thing I love about it is it comes with, so it comes packed in its own laundry bag. This is actually my, as the person who does the laundry in our household, this is my favorite thing about this bra. Because then the Velcro doesn't get caught up on everything else that you're trying to wash. Yep. Or the hooks. And it's so awesome. You just pull it out and toss it in the dryer yeah you don't have all the you don't have all the sports bra tangle that happens yep. like where it grabs socks or gets wrapped up in a shirt which None of with that. three daughters two of whom are of sports bra age there's a lot of sports bra yeah stuff that happens yep um all right while you do that i am going to talk about what you did last night yeah vamp for a minute while I okay well not vamp well I, I, okay whatever so anyway the last night we went to the grocery store and i was going to make uh, I did make, I made black bean burgers and some stovetop mac and cheese. The stovetop mac and cheese was disgusting. Um, Wasn't it, great. It, 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 it was an Alton Brown recipe, and I've had really good luck with Alton Brown recipes. Uh, this one, though, it called for evaporated milk. And I think we've discovered we hate evaporated that, milk. Yeah, that that's not a flavor I like. Sort of like sour, rich, kind of like, it's I, It's just, it's nasty. Everything I've ever had that has evaporated milk in it is just, it's, it sucks. I and, like the queso you make with evaporated milk. I'd see, but I, all I taste is that sour sort yeah. of like, I don't, I just don't like it. Um, and plus, at the end of the day, I have the best homemade macaroni and cheese recipe that's ever been invented. It's a casserole style. Um, it's p- handed down from my mom and it's just, it's, it is the, the best. And I guess that's what we settled on. Like if we're going to invest the calorie time in mac and cheese, that's the mac and cheese I want. Right? God. So anyway, just to go back, it's the She Fits Ultimate Sports Bra. It's $69, comes in a bunch of different colors, bunch of different sizes. I am, as a five foot six, 150-ish pound woman with a 34 triple D bust, I clocked in at the One Lux, which is their, like, that would be their extra large, but because they do, like, body positive sizing, it's the Lux, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to the website, models, uh, describe these models. Um, they look like people. All shapes and sizes. Yeah, there's a, there's a variety of... Uh, All skin tones. Body styles of a variety of people. I love it. From small to fluffy. It's just... Or it's, floofy, as you say. It's floofy. It's a company that I like. And then yeah. they send you the sports bra with an actual... Um, uh, tape measure tape, in yeah. it so that if the size is not quite right you can measure your bust line because not everyone is like me and sews and has tape measures lying around that you can use for that kind of measuring 
Like you wouldn't want to use the one from the garage. No. Um, having done that in the past, it's not, it's not ideal. So last night, um, which thank you for sharing your, your review of that company. I hope people go out and man buy that bra. It yeah. was, it was a good purchase. So yeah, I got home from the run and then bought three more. It's so nice. <laughs> I spent you... like 250 plus dollars. On but you know what? Bras. But it's important. Like there, we've talked about this running equipment is important. Like you need to have, like, I'm not a woman. I, I have not experienced the issue. So I, I really can't speak intelligently about it. Um, I've learned from you and other runners that, that uh, that's a really hard issue to sort of lock down and, and um, to figure out, like, what is the perfect sports bra for you? Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to find. Yep. Um, and so, you know, it's it's important. So it's it's one of those things like, you know what, if you're in a position where you, you can spend that kind of money on something, then good. Um, it's a shame that things like that cost so much, but at the same time, you know, sometimes when you, you, you spend a little more money, you get a better product. That's exactly. not always true, but you know, um, okay. So what was our, sorry, what was our success last night after was, the gross mac and cheese? I was going to talk about a success you had last night. So we, uh, the, the black bean burgers were, were good. Oh yeah. Uh, Ryan's recipe is yummy. Yeah. I think I've got black bean burgers down. So if you want to have a black bean burger, um, go pick up, I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal. If you spend more than $500 at the merch store or if you uh, if you become an RM Radio patron uh, then and, and donate $500 or more, I will make you some black bean burgers. Um, I'm, I'm putting it out there right now. I love it. I'm putting it out there right now. Be an expensive black bean burger, but you know what? You're, you're really making a donation to a really worthy cause uh, and getting a black bean burger as a thank you. Um, so, but yeah, really, really good stuff. Um, you know, it's not as good as a regular hamburger, but... You know, they're still pretty good. As long as you go into it not thinking you're eating a hamburger. Because there's that mental piece of it. It's on a oh, bun. Yeah. It's no, got it's, toppings. It's a black bean burger. This it's its own thing. Right. Um, the key is to not make them too dry and God. to do not be afraid of seasoning. That's like when people try to make cauliflower into things that cauliflower isn't supposed to be. And they're like, oh, it's just as good as barbecue chicken. It's like, no, it's cauliflower. Everybody on the Food Network calls it cauliflower. Cauliflower? Cauliflower. cauliflower. My whole life I've said cauliflower. I have too. And... Now I'm picking up from Bobby Flay, cauliflower, cauliflower. I don't know. I don't care. So anyway, uh, last night we, we had, uh, as we were cooking, um, we, Molly and I like to have a cocktail while we cook. And so while we were at the store, I could not decide between Molly and I like rum and we like vodka and Molly also likes scotch. Um, I love scotch. We are. Ryan does not. We, we, we like, we like to drink. We drink a lot. Actually, we should probably talk to someone about it. We don't no. drink a lot. No, we don't. Um, also, God, I hope I didn't just make light of drinking problems. Oh, God, you have to be so like, oh. It's okay. Every time I talk, I'm just like, shut up. Why did you say a thing? Anyway, so we got pineapple Captain Morgans. Yeah, so I picked up pineapple rum. And whipped. And now, okay, so now I'm having all kind. I'm having a whole thing here where I almost said, oh, you have to be so careful about what you say. And yes, you have to be careful about what you say as you should. You yes. should have to be careful about what you say. I am pro being careful what you say. You know what we're going to do? We're going to oops, ouch it. You said a thing. You're not proud of it. We've acknowledged it. I, I just, I don't, you know, and I think if you immediately catch yourself and yep. think, oh, that probably wasn't the best thing to say. Um, I think you have to sort of meet people where they are and be like, all right, you, you know. So if I, if I came across as making light of, of drinking problems, which are obviously very serious, I apologize. Anyway, so as as in the liquor part of the grocery store, they have a little store within a store, and I couldn't decide between the vanilla vodka, which we very much like, um, and the whipped vodka. It's Pinnacle brand. Yeah, Pinnacle brand. And I I really wanted to to try the whipped because it came highly recommended by my sister-in-law, and... um, but I also had the pineapple rum 
in my hand, the Captain Morgan's pineapple rum. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to buy both. They're small bottles. They're not terribly expensive. I'm just going to get both. And so we get home and I tried, I made a drink with the, basically we do rum and Coke or vodka and Coke. And the way that Molly and I drink it, it's basically a glass of Coke with a splash of something in it. Yeah. Um, there, we don't make them very strong. So uh, I made the, I had the whipped vodka, which was awesome. So yeah, I highly recommend that um, if you're inclined. And it tastes kind of like a marshmallow. It's so good. So good. And so um, Molly, I thought, was going to have a pineapple rum and Coke. And a few seconds later, I realized something magical was happening. I made a I was pie- going to tell the story. I was going to. I oh, was setting up for it. I'm sorry. I'm out. You do that to me all the time. Go ahead. No, I don't want to anymore. I, I set up to say something and then you just come big footing in there. Oh, I did what I want to say about the thing. <laughs> and then, you know what? That's a perfect impression. People were probably like, oh, is that Molly right now? I'm just kidding. Tell the, tell the people what you did. No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sleeping on the couch tonight, aren't I? <laughs> no. In, in all of our time together, nobody has ever slept on the couch. I did when Rocky was a puppy because there was one night when he wouldn't yes. go to sleep. But that was because we weren't fi- we weren't fighting or anything. No, was- I just he would not stop whining. And it's like I'm just gonna go sleep downstairs. He needed, you know, and that was he the needed, only time he needed some loving support only, from his people. Only one night did we have to do that, and before he got, you know, he was still getting used to his forever home. He's such a good boy. And he was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm comfortable yet. I don't quite know what's happening to me. Um. But now, so I slept on the couch next to his kennel. Yeah, now he has no such problem. He, no. He sleeps very comfortably all over the house. So anyway, last night, um, I have to reset. So I thought Molly was going to make a simple pineapple rum and Coke. But then I realized something magical was going to happen. Molly poured a shot of pineapple rum. And then a shot of the whipped vodka and topped that off with Coke. And she named it the pineapple fluff, the pineapple fluff. Now that's named after a, actually a very good Weight Watchers recipe, um, which if you would like that recipe, let me know. Um, I don't know. Am I allowed to give that out? I don't know. You should probably donate to the cause and then Ryan will make you. Yep. A batch of delicious pineapple fluff. Loved by all. And it's low calorie. It's low sugar. It's good. And it's very good. It's very light. So anyway, if you're interested in the pineapple fluff recipe, um, I'm going to first make sure I'm allowed to share it. And then if you want to follow us at RM Radio Podcast, uh, you know, let us know. Not at, no, that's not right anymore. It's not RM. I think you'll get there. But what it's, it's at the Fun Run Podcast. Well, Instagram is now at the fun run. Yeah, at the so, fun run. Yeah, we split up all our handles. We have been to doing. To accommodate all of our branding yeah so if you if you follow us on social media we have been making some changes um trying to sort of set things up as because when we first started it was just going to be the fun run and it was going to be called rm radio and that was the sort of the site that it lived on um because molly and i also do uh professional coaching um as like our side hustle and that's called you know rm experience and it at the time and it's now rm professional coaching but you know so we had these two distinct brands and sort of the rm obviously ryan and molly put those together you get rm and we couldn't do it the other way around because then it's mr 
(laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that never occurred to me. Mr. Radio. I always had the R first because I thought, I don't know, you would be first. Because I'm the talent? I guess. Because I'm the I'm the good looking dope that you shove out there to make some yuck yuck jokes, and then you come in with the good stuff. And I'm the straight man, right? You're you you're the content. You're mm-hmm. the content. I'm the jester. Sure. I, I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm okay with that. I'm pretty dumb. So we have. Um, <laughs> Hardly. So, yeah. so if you uh, so follow us at the fun run, and um, if you're interested, let me know, and I will share the recipe with you. Um, conversely. If you donate five hundred dollars or more, to, <laughs> I'm just, I would totally make you some pineapple fluff. Oh uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, with a black bean burger on top. So Molly and I got into the pineapple fluffs last night we because did. it. Let me tell you something is good. So it is good. the recipe for the drink is. Um, should we? You know what? I think I shared it. I think I said it already. But yeah, like you should claim that. Um. Okay. All right. So anyway, it's here. It's on record. Molly invented this drink. Okay. TM trademark. She invented it. <laughs> Apparently, there are some like certain circumstances where you can do that, and it counts. Where you can just say like you trademark something or you claim it, and that counts. Cool. So we claim it. We intend to hold the claim for this drink as of September. What date is it? It September... would have been yesterday, September eighth, two thousand twenty-one. Yep. Pineapple fluff. So pineapple fluff. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, so a little little pineapple uh, rum and some whipped vodka. And um, throw it in there with a little, co- with a little Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. And holy moly. I thought too last night that if you wanted to make it more of a breakfast drink akin to like a mimosa. Do people drink at breakfast time? Brunch. Okay. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, you could maybe put some orange juice in it. Oh. And it would be sort of like fruity. It'd be all faced right off the bat. Oh, yeah. What goes? What's the active ingredient in a mimosa? Uh, champagne is it champagne okay yes. champagne and orange juice is that what it is <laughs> nothing gets me drunky drunk like the bubbly bubbly <laughs> oh you know what i thought it was vodka and i'm i'm, I'm wondering because That's a screwdriver because oh gotcha so there's an episode of the office where michael makes that and yeah he calls it orange vod juice yes but it's, so yeah. so he made a screwdriver he made a screwdriver and he's calling it orange yeah. okay gotcha gotcha um so yeah, so it was awesome. So we we got into that a little bit last night. We've been there's been a couple of days where we're just not feeling it. Well, we didn't have um you know our kids were with their other parents last night, and Allie is sadly off at college, so we never have her anymore. Which whatever. Um, so we had a night to ourselves for the first we 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 have not had an evening to ourselves in a, in a pretty long time. Um, so we did. We had a little bit of fun, and we blew off some steam. We did what we do, which is basically cook dinner. We hang out in our kitchen. We cook dinner, and we blast music, mm-hmm. and we sing along with it, and we have a great time. And we were just doing a little, doing a little drinking, and making some food, and hanging out. And next thing we knew, it was like midnight thirty, and we were like, "Oh, we should probably go to bed." Rocky was already in bed. Rocky kept putting himself to bed. He put himself to bed, and then he would <laughs> he would wander upstairs, look at us, like seriously still and then he would come back downstairs and, and go in his we call his kennel his house because he loves it in there Rocky's so house. he would he would go back into his house and, and go to sleep and then we come back up a little bit later come back down it was just it was so funny he was just like guys come on it's like, bedtime i need you to go to bed <laughs> you're interrupting my sleepy time he's actually in his kennel right now he's out yep so we leave his we leave his door open all day in his kennel and he just he just hangs out in there he likes it. I I never thought. I growing up we had dogs. Never had a kennel. I did not think. I I, I didn't know anything about having a kennel. And Rocky's previous owner, um, which 
we have some questions about his previous living existence, but, yeah. um, you know, he was a kennel, he was kennel trained. And so we thought, oh, well, geez, we should probably get a kennel then for his well, yeah. comfort. I, I crate trained all my dogs growing up. Yeah. I, I had, I never had that experience. So I, I was like, oh, oh but kennels they... are so, is it safe? Is that, do they hate it? Are you like basically put them in dog jail? Um, so I bought the kennel and he yeah. loves it. All the dogs I grew up with though, grew out of their kennel. Rocky has not. For Rocky, it's like yeah. it's like his doghouse. He's he gonna be it. three in a few yeah. months, and he, I mean, he loves it in there. He spends like that's where he naps. He's got like three napping spots. He's got he's got a, this really big circular plush bed um, up on the living room kitchen floor of our house, and he um, he it's so funny because it's a it's a pretty big bed, and he's a golden retriever. But he lays on it, and he looks like a little prince. And he it's, does. I, it, we love it. So we, it looks like a big prince pillow, and he just lays on it. So that's his big bed. Um, and he sleeps in uh, Emily's room quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, he'll sleep in Alice's room. Yeah, and then he sleeps, like, under the table. And But, yeah, mostly he's he's in his kennel. He likes it in there. Um, but, yeah, so I thought, I thought, okay, we'll have this for a few months, maybe a year. And it's just, like, we can't seem to get rid of it. It's not a problem that he has it. I just, you know. I don't know. It's weird. Like, so some, yeah, it was different. So, and he won't have a bed in there. Like I've tried to put, I've tried to put multiple dog beds in there. Cause I think you would think laying on the plastic insert would not be ideal, but he like takes the bed out. The most recent one, he put up with it for a little while because I think he felt bad. Like he was kind of like, dad bought me this bed. I should probably use it. But then after about a week, he dragged it out of there. He's like, nope. Yeah. He like takes it out and just goes and lays. He doesn't, he likes his house to be empty. He doesn't really take toys in there with him. Um, if we're going to be gone for the day, you know, we'll we'll put a toy in there just in case, you know. And he, it is always it, seems to be exactly is where it Mar- we left it. Marie Kondo, he he doesn't think the bed doesn't bring him joy. So. No. Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh! All right. Do you have any more successes that you would like to share with the well, good people? Well, I've given. Well, no, we've each done two, right? Although your most recent one was actually mine because I came up with the pineapple fluff. So I think you're due for okay. another success. Um, I waxed my car. You did. I have not been able to do for a long time. Um, it's been too hot and yeah. sunny and gross. And we don't really have a, we had a bunch of like trees that were in like not great shape. So we had all those taken out. And so I don't have a rule. I don't have a shady spot. And we have two driveways. I don't have a shady spot in either driveway to wax the car. And so, um, finally had a, a morning where I had one, the time, uh, and the weather to do it. So I was able to, to, to wax my car and I really, I don't know, enjoyed that. Ryan enjoys taking care of cars in the way that I enjoy taking care of the lawn. I do. I, I yeah. I mow the grass. So we 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 have a tractor and we have a push mower. And the way that it works, I hate mowing the grass. I just I, I don't love like doing it. it. I would mow the whole lawn if you would let me. Yeah, I don't like yard work. So because I this is a little bit of my my dudishness coming out. But so Molly tractors. Um, we have a very nice uh, vintage wheel horse tractor that we got from uh, my granddad. Um, from his, you know, from his estate, and w- Molly loves that thing. And, I'm, I'm, I got a lot of feelings about the tractor. Yeah, and so I, so I push mow. I do the push mowing and the trimming, and Molly rides around the tractor. And so because I, you know, I would feel bad if she. And you know, people always like ask me, like, well, you know, why are you so crazy? Why are you? Uh? Well, when our neighbor across the street moved in, he had apparently seen Molly push mowing the front yard because for a while. We had two push mowers and yeah. we would just, we'd split that up and we would. He'd do the backyard. We, we just, we would both push mow a section of the yard. I would do the front yard. And then when I got done with the front yard, I'd come around and help him with the backyard. And our neighbor only, because his parents live on the street too. He would, he apparently saw Molly mowing and he, so he said to me, he's like, oh yeah, she must be the worker. Cause I always see her out here mowing. 
And I was like, well, I mow too. I'm in the, just in the backyard. So it made me feel bad because I'm like, oh, now this guy thinks I make my wife mow the grass. Well, I, like I was like sitting up on the front porch smoking cigarettes like, hey, you missed a spot. You know, it's like not that at all. It's, you know, so I push mow the front yard and the side yards because we our front yard is it's not it's it, it's it's hard to mow with the tractor. Yeah, you would. I've tried to mow it with a tractor and it looks awful. And also you feel like you're going to fall off the face of the earth. Right. And so it's just it's so much easier to push mow it. So because I do the push mowing, I do the front yard. I not I'm not mowing for show. Yeah. Like, um, you know. But yeah, so it's just, it's one of those things like people are like, well, why do you think this? And why do you, why are you this way? It's like, cause people say stuff like that to me all the time. You know, I do know. I hear it. So I can testify. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Sorry. So that was my success. We mowed yesterday. We did. We mowed. That felt less like a success. And That's more like one of the best things about working from like home. Healthy maintenance. Is I just I shot my boss a message. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to take, I'm going to go to lunch and mow my grass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, Mow the grass on my lunch break. Like, I love it. Yeah. How awesome is that? It's so civilized. Like, as opposed to, like, going to work, not getting home until an hour to an hour and a half after my workday ends because I have to sit in traffic and drive from a city to where I live, and traffic is always bad, to then get home. So, I normally get off at 4. Now, I'm getting home 5, 5.30, 5 I'm from the office. By the time I, like, change my clothes and get situated, I'm probably not mowing until 6. And it's like, you know, it takes an hour, half to two hours to mow. And then now it's like eight o'clock. And now I'm like, well, crap, now I got to make dinner. Ugh, and I'm, now everybody's eating dinner super late. I'm getting so anxious just listening to you. Right. Whereas <sighs> mowed on my lunch break, was done with work at four, was able to, you know, Emily had her, had tumbling last night. So I was able to get her to that, get her squared away with her mom. And then you and I were able to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And we're still, even, even though it was a later evening than normal, like things got pushed back a little bit. We still had like the entire evening yeah. and we had gotten all our work done. So it just, it's like, I don't know, man, for me, I know it's not for everyone working from home for me totally works. I, I love it and I don't ever want to go back. Yeah. That's a success because I mean the way that my, unless I'm teaching a class or something, I'm not really interacting with people. So I don't need to be at the orifice. I got a grant report in yesterday that was a long and onerous and kind of a pain in the butt. Nice. It's one that I dread doing every year because it's it's one of the smallest pockets of money that we get, but it requires the most like reporting. Yeah. Which is frustrating. Yeah, see, I look at it maybe a little bit differently. Like, yeah, maybe it's not much money, but that group is making sure that the the little bit that they can give and it's probably not a little bit for their standards, but they're like, Hey, this is what we can give you and Sure, maybe other people give you more money, but this is what we have to give, and we want to give it to you. We would just like to make sure that, you know, it's being used the way that we hope or the way that you said you were going to use it. You're right. I am rethinking the way I think about that grant now. I mean, think about it like this. If Bill Thank Gates you. if Bill Gates gave you $100,000, that'd be huge for you. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates, that's, that's, I mean, that's not just percentage-wise. That's just, it's almost meaningless. But if some small business here in town gave you $500... I mean, that's a huge difference in money. Yeah, you're right. But it could be a higher percentage for that small business. That could that $500 could actually be more meaningful than the $100,000. And so that business is like, hey, we would like to know. We're giving you a good amount. We're giving you what we can. We'd like to know how be you're going to use stewards. it. Be good stewards. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, your turn. See, I like reframing. I yeah. love reframing to think about things like, like that. I because, feel even more successful now. Well, right. Because, and now, so now how good do you feel about that work that you did? Right. It's like now, instead of it being like, oh, you know, they're like one of our smallest donors and they make, uh, they may really make me work for it. I got to jump through a lot of hoops instead be like, wow, 
really this this company is giving me mo- their money and and how cool is that that they want to know that it's being used the way that I told them it would be I love it yeah I like being positive I know it's hard sometimes at, but you're good at it it's hard you know and, and one of the, the one of the hard things about being positive is that everybody expects it all the time yeah that can be exhausting um, yeah so I actually in one of my uh, one of my workshops we talk about that like how if you're the person who is normally happy and, and sort of sunshiny um, on days where you're not the the tepid or, or almost aggressive sometimes reaction you get yeah like what's your problem today why aren't you smiling it's like because uh, I'm having a bad day yeah and now thanks for making it worse so because now I'm aware of it and now I'm aware people know it and now it's like yeah it's like you just want to go hide in your office yeah so yeah so anyway, but when possible I do it is nice to put a, put a positive slant on things all right so um what would you let's wrap up with a success that you hope to have in the next 48 hours future success future successes um the first thing that came to mind is kind of ridiculous i need to pluck my eyebrows okay i've been putting it off and i looked in the mirror earlier today and i was like chewbacca how'd you see. get lean, in my lean, house lean down here let me see Nah, that's that's fine. You are. I think you're more critical of your eyebrows than I am. Anyway, I need to deal with what's happening on my face. I think you look great. And so I'm gonna pluck my eyebrows, and that's gonna feel like a win. Nice. A little self care. Nice. Self care doesn't always have to be like big spa days and mm-hmm. um, like fancy stuff. It can be little things. Yeah, absolutely. You should take care of yourself. You know, I'm gonna. in a way that is meaningful to you. Like for example, I. It's not, I mean, I notice things like if Molly gets a haircut or if she has a new outfit on, um, Molly doesn't wear makeup very often. So if she does put on makeup, it's, it's noticeable. And you know, it's like, oh, Hey, you look, you look nice. Um, but the taking care of the eyebrows is something she does for her. And so, yeah, maybe it's a little thing and maybe it's something that no one will ever notice, but it makes her feel good. Mm-hmm. And so I it think. Makes me feel yeah, less wookie. That's important. Less wookie and more woman. You know what I wish guys were, I wish it was more acceptable for guys to do. What? Is paint your fingernails. Yeah, it is. I I just wish it was. I wish I could. I wish it was acceptable for for me. Like, you know, I I mean, we're getting kind of to a point in society where you can just be yourself, and I yeah. friggin' love it. You used to paint your. You did the '90s kid thing. Oh, yeah. where you paint your nails sometimes. Yeah. Just one though. Just like your thumbnail. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, I, I I love that we're getting to a point in society where people are. It, it's it's just becoming more acceptable to mm-hmm. be who you are, and I love it because I mean seeing people connect with their true self is really something um, because it's a journey, right? I mean, if, if, if you're not, you know, if, if you're, if you are different and I'm using quotation air quotes, um, if you're different from maybe how you're perceived by those around you, and that can mean a whole host of things, it probably is challenging. Yeah. And it is, it is hard to, I, I, I don't want to pretend like I'm speaking for anybody or that I'm, that I have had that experience myself. Um, I'm not trying to like appropriate anybody's experience, but no, but I think we've all had it in small ways and understanding how maybe you've experienced something smaller, but akin is how we build empathy. Well, right. And, And my experience with that would be that I'm from a small town and it was a kind of a, a countryfied small town, if you will. Rural, rural, very rural. And I was not, every time I hear rural, I think of the, the epi- rural, the rural juror. Juror. yeah, the verger. Um, that is a 30 rock reference. Uh, if you're not familiar, there is a movie within the show that one of the characters is going to be starring in and it's called the rural juror. 
and it's the the joke there being that it's ridiculous and she can't pronounce it so it's just like the verger and so it, anyway i Third. love i love comedy like that that is just like the purest of it just sounds funny I love that show. They're my One of my favorite jokes on that show is Will Arnett and Alec Baldwin play sort of like mortal enemies on that show. And, you know, Alec Baldwin and Will Arnett both have gravelly voices. They have a talking like this. And, yeah, Tina Fey's character, um, Lisa Lemon? Is that her name? Liz Lemon. Liz Lemon. Liz Lemon. Liz Lemon. And, Again, lol, the alliteration is funny all on its own. And they have the, they're having an argument and she goes, hey, why don't you guys settle it with a talking like this contest? <laughs> and it's it's just really great. It's really great. Because Alec Baldwin and Will Arnett, when interacting with each other on that show, lower their voices even more. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, I know Alec Baldwin is maybe a, a skosh crazy, but I, I enjoy Alec Baldwin that is actually, as an actor. That is an acting... Um, like, trick that he does with... Uh, with Tina Fey was talking about it. It's... He talks low and quiet because he's learned that when he talks low and quiet, it makes whoever he's acting against lean in and pay more attention and listen better. Hmm. So it's a trick he learned as an actor to help bring out um, a better performance from whoever he's acting opposite of. You know what Alec Baldwin movie I love? Which one? Malice. God, I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh man, that movie is so good. Yeah, Alec he's, Baldwin is. I enjoy great. him. Um, he plays a doctor, and it's got a twist. It's very good, very good. So yeah, I, yeah, go out. It's it's old. I mean, it's from yeah. the it's from the nineties. But yeah, check it out. It's it's young Alec Baldwin. It's it's good. I forget. I think maybe I don't remember who's in that. I'm thinking Nicole Kidman, but that doesn't. I don't think that's right. So um, yeah, I'm gonna let me check the let me check I'll the Google IMDb. It. While you talk about your experience as a rural juror, so I grew up in a small town. Where it kind of like wasn't okay to be different, um, and being a kid who you know like like Nirvana and oh it was Nicole Kidman, yeah. Also Aaron Sorkin, what? Or oh, Bill Pullman? I knew I was trying to think of who the husband was. Yes, it's got Bill Pullman. Uh, it's it's really good. It's got uh, Ooh, Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. Yeah, Baby Newworth. Um, George Scott is in this movie. Peter Ooh, Gallagher. Oh my gosh, Bancroft. everybody's in this movie. All right, so yeah, go out. I'm gonna. I want to go watch Malice now. It's got I the know. guy that was in Saw. I think is, I love that, Aaron Sorkin. All right, so anyway, you know, as as a kid who was different, I had a really hard time fitting in, and so I felt like an outcast. Um, and you know, I really want to be clear that that is a very different experience than I didn't. I experienced bullying, bullying. Um, you know, it, it was it was not ideal. Uh, one time in middle school, a bunch of kids like grabbed. I was walking around the corner, and a bunch of kids sort of like cornered me, and they did the thing where they pinned my arms behind me and they took turns punching me in the stomach and I didn't know why that sucks I didn't know I that was the thing I never knew why other than being someone who wasn't born here and that seemed to be the knock on me is that I wasn't yeah. born here um and yeah it was just like it was it was a I did not have a great experience in this town um and so it sort of made me like jaded um that was also a time when bullying because I was also bullied it was not how it like how it is now well there's we more... didn't have discussions about it and how it can be traumatizing and harmful and well, you were just sort of supposed to suck it up like it was your fault that you were bullied because you were weird and different yeah and i think that the the conversations have have come around on that more about mental health in general yeah which, thank goodness um so yeah which... and i just it's like well and then you know parents of kids who bullied were always like 
kind of the, the they didn't see it as a problem and it's yeah. kind of like well that that, that you know, kid's a weirdo like of being, you know. being weak or being different was sort yeah. of like you know you almost deserved it like you had it coming and it's it's just like yeah so there was a period there where yeah i was not real happy um and it just it, it's like i don't know and then i didn't that that experience wasn't validated it mm. was like i was like sort of actively told that that wasn't what was happening and it was yeah. like but i'm experiencing it every day yeah so like i don't understand how it can and so they did it was just kind of it was it was a, it was, a, it was a weird situation but so anyway uh before we go too far down that rabbit hole um i don't know how we got from successes to that but who oh knows? getting to be yourself oh right right painting basically your fingernails. long story short i just wish i could paint my fingernails <laughs> I just wish I wish it was acceptable because it just looks cool. You know, it's like it's a neat accessory. It's a neat way to accessorize yourself. Yes. And I like that. I like to I like doing that. So. All right. So future successes are in the books. What are your successes? We would love to hear. Please. Please. Did you say what your future success was going to be? I don't think I did. I have to run nine miles on Sunday. Woof. Yeah. I have to run five miles tomorrow. So. Blah. All right. Anyway, so we, um, yeah, follow us at the fun run and tell us what, what's one success you've had. I would love to hear some successes. So let's do this. We want our Instagram story, our Instagram feed, our Twitter feed, our Facebook account, fill them, fill them with your successes. All right. If nobody replies, it's really going to hurt my feelings. So follow us. We're at the fun run. Um, just, you know, Tell us what's happening in your life. Tell us a success you've had. I don't care if it's like, hey, I made some eggs this morning and they were good. Or um, I worked really hard. I got a lot done. I got everything on my checklist done today. Or I got some things done on my checklist today. I had a healthy poo. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, what? what is your success? Please tell us your successes. Um, we would love to hear from you. So at, follow us at The Fun Run. Uh, visit the website RM Radio Podcast and uh, check out our merch store. The merch store is awesome. Um, you get some sweet RM Radio merch and uh, you know show it off to your friends. And uh, don't forget to consider being a patron. Um, we love our patrons. We would absolutely. We've got some really cool uh, exclusives that are going to be only available for patrons. Like we're talking stuff, experiences. Yeah, that's shout outs, right. experiences. We've got some really cool experiences that we want to give away. And we need patrons in order to give them away. So uh, consider doing that. Um, everything, anything you can do would be appreciated to help us get Molly to the Boston Marathon. So, all right, Molly, anything else? Um, I do want to thank, we've had two donors yes. to our GoFundMe. Um, actually, three donors. Yay. So, Allie, of course. And we've had, um, we've had, we've sold a little bit of merch. Our co-host, Alexis Kearney. Yep, it's happening. Um, also, my friend, I'm not going to do last names, sure. but... Uh, my other friend, Allie, who is a b- beautiful, wonderful artist that I love, and also a good friend, Brian, donated. Yay. Yay. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much to our, our good friends um, and everybody else who's donating and picking up merch. We so appreciate you. Um, you guys yeah. are awesome. Yep. So we, continue to listen. We Tell love the- your stupid faces. We do. We do. Tell your friends about our podcast and and have them listen, uh, if nothing else, just to sort of unplug and hang for a while. So thanks, as always, for listening. And we will see you next time on The Fun Run. The Fun Run.